Okay, joining me on the line right now is Athletic Director for the University of Alabama in Huntsville, Cade Smith. Uh, Cade, I know it's uh, dealing with a lot right now, but thank you for taking the time to join me. Sure, sure. I appreciate, uh, appreciate your time, Justin. Absolutely. So I guess if you could just uh, take us through the, the situation here. Obviously, it's not just the men's hockey program, even though that's what my listeners will be focused on, but three programs, including men's and women's tennis, uh, having to be cut. Just I know it's a very difficult decision. And like you said before we started recording, it's not a manual that comes with being an athletic director. So I guess to explain to, to the fans and everything like that, just what, what went into this decision-making process. Yeah, so, um, you know, I've been officially the AD for um, – I guess just about a month now after being the, the interim for a while and so also became the ad during the during the covid situation so um was part of a team that was uh tasked with with figuring out how to cut spending in, in, our, in our department as well as things that are happening across campus and as things happen across campus it became evident that things had to happen in athletics too and so um you know, a lot of things go into that as far as, um, you know, obviously expenses are a big part of that. Um, you know, it's, it's a whole lot more than just, um, you know, one sports maybe didn't win enough games right now. It's not that. Um, it's, uh, it's just a lot of things that go in, go into that. And, uh, you know, and our two tennis programs in hockey is what we landed on in order to kind of do our part within the, the bigger university picture. And, um, you know, it's really not easy, not, you know, not something you want to do. It's a bad day. Um, but that's, that's kind of where we got to lots, lots of conversation talks with, uh, city officials, you know, obviously our, our board of trustees and chancellor and, um, our president's office and, and people from our office, uh, just working together. And that's, uh, that's what we've come up with and that's what, uh, that's what we're going with. And like you said, obviously, just a tough situation overall. And then just focus on, like, the hockey metrics of it. Obviously, everybody knows budget was a big deal for hockey just because of the, the, the travel that takes place uh, with the program sure. as well. Did What effects did the, the virus with COVID-19, what effects did that kind of have on this in terms of no, knowing or not knowing if the season was even going to happen next year? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know how much, you know, the virus impacted not – the uncertainty of the season, um, but and, and like you know, I talked to talked to our coaches today. Did did the virus necessarily cause this to happen? No. I mean, um, you know, all of our programs were being evaluated as far as what do we need to do in order to you know best fulfill our mission, to do the best use of funds. Um, did the virus make it worse and maybe expedite whatever process and. Yeah, I would say yes to that to make it worse, but to blame it, you know, just on one thing, I don't think it's fair. Um, sure. You know, there's there's more in there on that um, as far as just what are we spending? Um, you know, what are we spending relative to other things? Um, and so those things are all all taken into account. Hockey's an expensive sport, mm -hmm. and you know, and it has to be an expensive sport based on where we are. And we have good coaches that work hard within their budget and could not have done things for. Um, probably much cheaper than what they did. They did a good job staying within their parameters. Um, but at the end of the day, we just, we just really can't, can't function um, at that level like we really probably would need to to be competitive uh, at Division One hockey. 
And and I'm sure there's just so many different story angles here too. And the news that came out last year, last calendar year, about the the other seven teams in the conference. Sure. I'm yeah. sure that played into this a little bit too, because and and obviously talking with the program as well and trying to figure out ways to, to make this all happen in the future as well. So what kind of effect did that have on this, knowing that you and the two Alaska schools too, that the other seven just kind of left you all hanging? Yeah, I mean, um, that that obviously probably, you know, that probably started the, the process more about being a little more reflective and doing a little bit more analysis of what we're trying to do as a um, overall as an athletic program. Um, and that that's handcuffed us pretty strongly. Um, and the evidence and the people that we've talked to through our consultants, I mean, it wasn't really leading towards, you know, much of a home for us in the future. Um, and so that, you know, that definitely complicated, if not, um, was a driving force. I mean, that, that was, that was a hurtful thing to get. That was for me, that was like one week into being the interim AD was that call. Uh, so, I'm going to have to write a book whenever I'm done with this. Oh, I, I can only imagine. And, and, and so I was able to receive a copy of the letter that came out from um, President Dawson and yourself okay. as well, the faculty, staff, and students, and just giving them the opportunities as well in terms of scholarships and transfers and yeah. things like that. If you could just kind of explain into detail, because I'm sure not everybody's going to be able to read that too, just about the opportunities you want to give these students that no longer have yeah. a program at UAH. Yeah, sure. So uh, the students, they, um, I met with the coaches um, over the last 24 hours. Um, they wanted to meet with their students and kind of go through that process with them. And so they, they did that. They own their program. That's what they do. Um, and they're just good. They're just good people. And, um, and so along with that, um, we just now probably, it's probably gone out since we've been actually talking, uh, sent out a little bit more detail. Um, all of the players that are on scholarship, uh, those will be honored up to four years. Uh, anyone that's going to stay here, they kind of have a contact that they're going to stay in school within our department. Anyone trying to transfer or not return, um, they have a they have a contact to try to help them. Our coaches are already already helping. Our tennis coaches already had some calls from some coaches on on helping some players find a new home. Um, and so, um, you know, from a from a student, if I take the athlete experience out, from student experience, I feel like we did right, you know, by them. Um, I don't know there's any right way to do it right by the athlete side uh, if this is going to happen. Um, and then our employees are going to be, um, they're going to be paid for uh, the next 90 days as they, as they transition to, to their new thing. So um, that's kind of where we are on that. And uh, I don't know the numbers of those that will transfer or those that will stay, um, but we want to be able to help them with whatever decision they decide to make. We're not going to push them one way or the other. We just want to be here to, to help them within our department. Right. And, and lastly, because I know that you have so much going on, just if there's a message to fans and everything, because I know you're coming in at a, at a very unique time as well, just a message to the fans or these students, just because there is some history with this, with this hockey program and when yeah. they're a D2 winning two championships, things like that, just a message yeah. to them just in closing. You know, I just, um, and it's probably hard to hear from me right now, you know, because um, you know, whether it's right or wrong, I'm, you know, I'm the bad guy right now, but um, I want to do all that we can to honor um, these athletes that have come and done things here in the past. And um, the absence of, of their sport here now uh, doesn't take away the things that they've done, especially through the years. And so um, I want them to, I want them to remember that they're a part of us. And so, um, you know, haven't really gone into the, the weeds yet to figure out how we're best going to honor these people. 
um, that have gone before us, uh, have played and uh, their sport been discontinued, but that's, that's going to be important. They've still been a part of us and they're important to us. And, um, you know, again, that's, that's not really any type of solace for people, but that will be important to us as a department. And, uh, you know, just saying that as, as genuinely as I can, um, and that's, that's something that's going to be important. And I, I would also just say, I'm, I'm sorry that this has happened. I'm a Charger fan. Uh, I've been, I've been to probably as many, as many hockey games as a staff member of, of any athletics department personnel that wasn't working the game since I've been here. It's been important to me and I've enjoyed that. These are my, these are my friends. And I had tough conversations today that, that ended with hugs and handshakes. But, um, you know, I would just say, I'm sorry that this has happened. And, um, you know, and we'll try to make something good come from something that today is really, really bad. Understandably so. Well, Kate, I appreciate you, especially so instantly. Just thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and going into a little yep. bit more detail. Uh, I'm sure just, you know, people just have a lot of questions. So I appreciate you taking the time to answer those. You bet. I appreciate your time, Justin. Thank you for, for reaching out. And uh, we appreciate you. I was happy to get to meet you this year and uh, hopefully we'll get to run into each other again at some point.